0: This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Vibrant Raw Living. I'm your host, Victoria Madian. Join me on a journey of discovering your infinite potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to be talking about how our perception really shapes our life and how our five senses can really play a role in that. Now, our senses can be comprised of the five languages of human memory, sight, sound, smell, touch, and taste. And information perceived is oftentimes stored in these five senses and they do shape our perception of life. We can also assume that each individual has a slightly different perception due to individual physical differences and one's actual use of these sense languages. Therefore, each individual has a specific set of practice sense languages through which they experience life. Now, we can think of things in regards to our senses as a language when it comes to play a vital role in our human emotional experience. And when we describe that experience, we can come at it from a very sense-focused place. And this is something that can help us with emotional acknowledgement or acceptance, depending on how you want to view that concept. We can create emotional experience through the use of our language, through consciously or subconsciously describing what is perceived. Each word, symbol, or pictorial image results in an emotional reaction. So even if we're talking about something that we're really passionate about or we're talking to ourselves, whether it's negative or positive, this is all going to shape the energy around what we're doing and our emotional reaction to what we're doing and possibly even others' emotional reactions to what we're doing. If we're very animated and very eccentric about something, we might be more engaging to people. And this is something that I practice as a dancer is like if you put on a little bit more of a show and you know, use facials, sometimes that can really intrigue people. But on the other end of the spectrum, sometimes when you give less and you give more through your movement rather than through your face, that can be something that really draws people in. So it is kind of different Um, in regards to what may appeal to other people, but in regards to experiencing it for yourself, there are a lot of different ways you can use different modalities to experience those five senses and different ranges in regards to which you can use them. Further, each pairing of word, symbol, or pictorial image, sight, sound, smell, touch, taste, and the related emotional reaction can become stored in our memory. Oftentimes, when people are trying to heal from past experiences, sometimes bringing up the same environment, how it smelled, how it tasted, what the air quality was like, maybe the types of clothing you were wearing. Sometimes, really getting in touch with those different sense perceptions can help in the healing process in regards to whatever you might be processing at that time. We can refer to an emotional reaction as sort of our sixth sense. Sometimes this is kind of perceived as intuition or something of that nature where it's just sort of a gut feeling or your hair stands up on your arms. You know, it's commonly reported that sight and sound are the most practiced languages of our perceptual system. Individuals are usually less familiar and less aware of the perceptual languages of smell, taste, and touch. As stated previously, each individual has a specific set of practiced sense languages through which they experience life. So I encourage all of you listening and you listening to purposely determine the sense languages which you depend on the most and become increasingly familiar with those that you maybe don't use as often. You can begin practicing using all of your five sense languages by asking yourself the following five questions during any experience or activity and purposely exploring the chosen sense language within that experience or activity. You could ask, what does blank look like? What does blank smell like? What does blank sound like? What is the tactile sensation of blank? what does blank taste like blank emotion comes up around this so you can use that in times where you might be feeling happy and you want to remember what that is you want to remember that emotion you want to remember what is helping to create that and also maybe in times of confusion or anxiety see what are you around are you in a really busy environment are you in a really isolated state what environment are you in and how is that affecting your perception of things? Some functions of engaging with your emotions can be to purposely disengage from what is uncomfortable and engage with what is more comfortable, to disrupt rumination, worrying, and catastrophizing So sometimes we can focus on the negatives or focus on what might happen and we might be a little bit more paranoid, but if we learn to disrupt the rumination, the worrying, and the catastrophizing of things, we're able to stay a little bit more in the act of acknowledging the present moment and being One with that rather than trying to run away from it, living too much in the future, or creating things in our own mind that don't exist. We can also increase the present focus while decreasing the past or future focus. I've mentioned this before, but it's okay to think about the past and the future. A healthy balance of staying in the past and the future and the present and all that type of stuff is you want to spend about 20 percent of your time thinking about some things that happened in the past and maybe some things that may happen in the future and spend about 80% of your time really in the present moment doing and taking actionable steps towards achieving goals which are right before you. You can learn from your past and process those experiences and again you don't have to ruminate over everything that's happened in your past or really any of it at all. You can learn to process certain things that have happened in your past that might be more of a red dot on the timeline, if you will, when you look at the course of your life, but not everything needs to be processed. We don't need to spend a lot of time ruminating about things and unjustifiably shaming or guilting ourselves Because that will affect our present moment and that 80% of the time that we want to use moving forward, staying focused, being productive, and processing things, and that will minimize that. So we can learn things from our past to prevent the same reaction we had to things that may occur in the future, but it doesn't mean that it will necessarily prevent anything from happening in the future. You know, control is very much a myth, and the more we try to control things, oftentimes the more out of control we will feel of certain situations. So it is best to prepare as necessary, but be present with yourself and really focus a lot of your energy on being aware in the present moment of who you are becoming and where you want to be going. You can also Influence your emotional intensity. If you become aware of the primary emotion that you're feeling, whether it be fear, sadness, physical pain, security, joy, physical pleasure, you want to be able to identify the root of the emotion that you're feeling. If you're feeling anxious or depressed, anxiety may be coming from fear. Depression may be coming from sadness. Pain is probably coming from physical pain of some sort or distress or suffering maybe coming from a combination of all three but physical pain is something that it could be linked to. So you want to get to the root of the emotion and then challenge that emotion and try to practice influencing that emotion. Whether that takes a distraction technique or you need to challenge cognitive distortions, then that's something that you can do as You learn to identify things, but if you identify and you acknowledge it, it puts you more so on the path of moving forward and being able to cope with the situations that you're given in your life. And sometimes those are uncomfortable. Sometimes they're not ideal but we are capable of getting through the situations that life hands us. And I genuinely don't think that life hands us anything that we are not able to handle. And sometimes we need to reach out for help if necessary, but we do have the ability to get through challenges in our lives and heal in whatever way is necessary. We can also refocus and tune into the perceptual system. We can practice purposeful and directed attention. So through yoga, I think that's something that I really relate to when it comes to this point, is that we can refocus and tune the perceptual system. We can focus on certain points. We can focus on engaging certain muscles or releasing certain muscles. We can focus on things in our life that we want to change, maybe on more of a specific level, and then maybe on a more broad level. But that's fine-tuning. That's kind of that process of doing that, and we can do that to our perceptions as well. We can focus on how something tastes or what it feels like to touch something or what it sounds like and heighten those senses and decrease the other senses or use a technique of really decreasing a lot of sensitivity or sensations by Kind of going into maybe like a dimly lit room and putting ourselves in a calm state and not having maybe a flashing phone or television screen in front of us that's flashing a lot of images. Just bring all of your senses to kind of a neutral place and allow your body to calm down. Because sometimes when we're in very hectic environments, that can be a nice way to balance out that type of um, energy. If you're in that experience and you maybe your work environment or even if you're traveling a lot, um, let's take the example of being in an airport, there's a lot of people, there's a lot going on. It can be really, really busy. Um, or if you're at a concert, same thing. There can be a lot of people there. It can be very overwhelming and you can take time a little bit later. You might not be able to do it in that moment. You can kind of check into your own internal piece and focus on your breathing and, you um, Maybe just get in touch with something, maybe an item of your clothing that might feel soft or um, focus on what that sensation is. Just change your perception to rather than focusing on the uncomfortable aspects of it, focusing on the comfortable aspects of it. And allowing that to be something that grows and has more influence over your current state rather than kind of the other way around. Later on, maybe when you have time, give yourself that time to be in an environment where you're in reduced sensitivity, feeling at peace, and really just in a little bit more of a calm state and that can be a little bit uncomfortable too because that might not be what you're used to and that might bring up other emotions that need to be processed, but we can refocus and tune into that perceptual system and be a little bit more aware of it if we choose to. When it comes to practicing the purposeful and directed attention, I really relate this a lot to breathing exercises. When we come back to our breath, that's a such a a useful skill to practice and it can really be effective in calming down even if you want to hold on to something that's cold or put something cold on your face or your neck for 30 seconds plus that can really change your state in regards to you know if your mind is racing and you just like put something cold on your body you're automatically going to be focusing on that sensation of it being cold or if you put something like a bag of peas which is cold on your face that's going to have a an effect on your nervous system and it will allow you to, instead of focus on whatever you might be ruminating on, focus on the physical sensation of the cold and um, if it might be stinging and that might be something that will temporarily distract you um, from whatever you might be dealing with. If you're in a heightened state of emotional intensity, it might allow you to cool off a little bit pun intended. Next thing we can focus on, ways in which you can engage with your immediate environment using your senses. You can look at things in your immediate environment. You can choose a few things to look at in your immediate environment and identify them. Um, You can listen to things in your immediate environment. Maybe if you're outside, you might hear birds chirping. You might hear the wind kind of brushing against the trees. You might hear crickets you might hear water splashing. Wherever you may be, those are kind of things that you can focus on rather than maybe some of the other things you might be thinking about. Also touching different things. There might be a variety of surfaces, some rough, some smooth, some more dense, some more soft. And those are things that you can use your senses to feel those different things and focus on those sensations to also kind of be a tool of shaping your perception in regards to what you're focusing on. Smell can also be important. I know I love, like, diffusing essential oils, as I know many people do, and that can really affect your immediate environment. No one likes being in a stinky environment, and I know that sometimes that can be really Uncomfortable to be around. So, you want to do whatever you can to focus on if something is not smelling great, maybe do what you can to get out of that environment. But also, using things like essential oils, if you want to, to bring yourself into more of a calm state, um, if you can, can be a really nice way to do that. But also, just checking in with what the room smells like, even if maybe it doesn't smell that great. You can still check in with it and just observe what that is. And that alone will take you away from maybe whatever you might be ruminating on and allow you to shift your perception. So, to taste one thing also in your immediate environment can distract you from that. Or if you happen to be in a restaurant setting, maybe you'll taste a variety of things, but maybe focusing more closely on the specific tastes. Maybe you want to be tasting more of the umami flavor or is it salty or is it sweet or is it spicy or sour? What kind of flavor profile does it have and how can you be a little bit more in tune with that and choose to focus on that to shape your perception and your emotion in the present moment Then maybe what other types of things might be going on around that situation that may not be allowing you to enjoy that moment to the best of your ability at that time. You know, I know um, when it comes to taste, if people are trying to get away from maybe eating certain foods that were they don't want to eat or if they're recovering from maybe smoking, using essential oils can also be effective in that. And you do want to make sure they're food grade and you are able to orally take them or ingest them. But I know clove oil can be something that is very, it's really strong. So if you use it, it might kind of change your flavor palette pretty intensely. So you might not be craving that thing that you wanted, whether it be cigarettes or a certain type of unhealthy food. It will just it's kind of like a little bit bitter and a little bit strong for a flavor to take on. So that might be something that if you're up for it, you want to experiment with to distract from maybe some of the sensations that you're dealing with. So using our senses can be really, really useful when it comes to coping with emotional intensity. So I encourage you to try some of these things to practice influence over your emotions by using your senses. Thank you for tuning in to Vibrant Raw Living. Remember that you are just as worthy, deserving, and capable of achieving and maintaining your dreams as much as anyone else. If you have found this podcast useful, please subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud and share it with your friends and family. You can find links to my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, and Snapchat in the show notes below. And if you'd like to follow me for updates, which I only share via email, come on over to my website at victoriamadian.com. I love you and I'm wishing you a wonderful day. Go out there and discover your infinite potential.